Hayoyim Yoyim Chof Aleph Cheshven, the 21st day of the month of Cheshven. Yesterday was the birthday of the Rebbe Rashab, 162nd birthday. And uh, as a direct continuation, seemingly today's Hayoyim Yoyim, the Rebbe Rashab devoted his life that Yidin should daven, should pray for real. It should be, he wanted to make a yeshiva where they don't just learn how to learn, they also learn how to daven. All right, it's a whole, uh, he actually wrote Kuntresim, Kuntres HaTfila, Kuntres HaVayda. He even wrote books on how to daven. And uh, so, this is something, today we're going to see in Hayyem how it's life-changing, how davening is the definition of a Jew's life. If you want to know, understand davening on a deeper level, everyone's invited to go to my prayer. Dot com or my prayer class my prayer class dot com and over there move by move every little piece of davening from Moida'ani, Ashayotzar, Lekainashama, blessings all the way through um, is, is, is explained and it allows you to daven perhaps for the first time in your life there was a Misnagid who came to a Hasidish Yeshiva, a Lubavitch Yeshiva and he was sitting, and he, was, he decided he saw the seltzer, he saw the chips, he sat down by the Fabregan. And he heard the mashpia, the guy at the head of the table, start saying that no one's davening. No one, he says, I come, I don't see a single person davening. And the guy, the misnagged, going finster in the egg, he, he was shocked. His core was, he shook into his core. Nobody davens, and everyone looked religious. Nobody's davening. Because <laughs> in his lexicon, he thought davening meant you say the words, and that's called davening. In Chabad, when you say I'm going to daven, it means I'm going to daven. It doesn't mean I'm going to say words. That's not davening. That's uh, maybe some other obligation, maybe some other burden that a person, the, uh, the, like the Mishnah says, that it shouldn't be like a, an obligation. Davening is rachmim v'sachanunim l'fnei So therefore, so let's see. So the Rebbe says. Very short Hayyim. What is davening? Davening is one thing and one thing only. Davening is where we bring, where we attempt to bring that which we understand in our minds to the level of experiential, to the level of emotions. There's a tremendous divide between our mind, our understanding, and how we feel how our actual reality is. It's, it's a very big canyon. It's like the Grand Canyon. It's a tremendous journey, a tremendous divide. The whole point of davening is to try to bridge that divide, which is probably why we put on tefillin also when we daven, the head and the, and the arm, same concept, to align the head with the, with the heart. Our, our arm tefillin faces the heart. Um, this journey... Essentially, what happens during davening? I mentioned this before. I got this from, I asked a guy who davens like six, seven, eight hours a day, the way the chassidim did in the olden days. So I interrogated him a little bit to understand what's happening. And this is what he told me. Take it or leave it. I think it sounded legit. You know, my serav, someone does it, then you can take their word for it. He told me that for davening, you know, people are expecting to be all inspired. They hit the thing, either, you know, it's like you come there for bringing. Someone sits down right across me and says, "Inspire me." 
Happens all the time. Bachrin do it in yeshiva. They come, they just fresh their pizza, their shawarma, sit across from the mashbia. No, inspire me. Right? And it's a challenge. And really, of course, ultimately, you can only be inspired if you want to be inspired. But what does that itself entail? How does one inspire oneself? So this individual told me that davening is really a fabrengen. But it's, it's, it's a fabrengen with yourself. Which is that you have to talk to yourself. And no matter how long it takes, you talk, you talk. And what are you talking to yourself? You have topics to talk about. The things that you're reading about as you daven. And you try explaining to yourself, to your animal soul, to your ego, why he should love God. Why he or she should love God, I say. If women pray, you know, when women daven, I guess, also. I wonder if women have a feminine animal soul. Um, the, right, you, you explain to yourself and, you, and allow yourself to argue back with yourself. No, I disagree. And then, no, you're wrong. And you sit and you explain, you explain, you fabring. And you take these words of davening and you fabring with yourself and you talk to yourself. Until you fulfill the mitzvah, the, uh, as we, the climax of davening, you say the words, and you shall love the Lord your God, and you actually love Hashem. You actually care, you realize that God is the creator of the world. How the world is run by divine providence. And as, like I mentioned before, if you study davening, you'll see there's four sections of davening, each one focused on a different element of God's, um, 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 of God's conduct, the way He creates the world and deals with the world, and the way we we relate to God. So, what is davening? Davening is taking everything we understand and trying to bring it in the sensation and the feeling of the heart. And says the Rebbe concludes the Rebbe. Both of these things together. Once you accomplish that, what you understand intellectually. By the way, this means that you have to have thought things in your head to learn. That's why. We learn Chassidus before davening. That's why we learn Chassidus in general. Um, the because of you need to have what to think about. But with these two together, where you where you have studied and grasped concepts within Chassidus about Hashem, and you've now experienced the emotion, both of them come That through davening. Once you were actualizing all of that understanding in emotions, it translates itself in avodah bepoil, an actual work. You know, because there's avodah avodah satfilah, and then there's avodah bepoil. Avodah satfilah is actual within your being, but then there's avodah bepoil, work, literal translation of avodah's work. When, you, when 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 someone says I'm going to work, obviously they don't mean you're going to make a few dollars. You call that work. Right? That's not Avoidah. Avoidah B'Poyal. What's Avoidah B'Poyal? It means that you do mitzvahs. And not just you do mitzvahs. You do a mitzvah with a sense of awe of God, with Yerushalayim, the fear of heaven. Which obviously is going to affect how you do the mitzvahs in the most beautiful way possible, etc. And also, B'Kinyan Midas Toiv is so critical in acquiring good character traits. There are people who have lived for 70, 80, 90, 100 years and have not changed a single character trait within their being. And they will go, they're literally like animals, they're literally like children, that no matter how many years go by, they continue to be the same exact human being. They have not acquired good characters, good character traits. 
And of course, even though this goes against the American way, where we tell you, be yourself. Of course, be yourself, and you'll be an animal forever. As the verse says, a man is born a wild donkey. Right? So you'll be a wild donkey. And we'll watch the show. We'll watch the circus. And maybe you could even perform a headstand for everyone to watch. But in reality, you'll never have lived up to your true potential. You've never experienced what it means to be a human being. To lift up your eyes to the heaven. To go beyond your, you know, to join Elon Musk in his journey to Mars. The real journey to the heavens. Hashem took Avram and put him over all of the galaxies. Amazing, amazing miracle. Hashem took the first Jew, took him out of the furthest space, 14 billion light years away, out of all the galaxies. Hashem had made him look down at the vastness of the universe and said all of this was created for you, the Jewish people, in order to do, to change one character trait, in order to do another mitzvah. Everyone have a wonderful day.